Welcome back, everyone, to yet another fantastic episode of the podcast of Prestige. I'm your host, Spencer Sheaf, a.k.a. at Tingo Man, manager of the fantasy football team. This week's guest is our most elusive yet. That's right, folks. I managed to convince him to crawl out of his hut in the woods, pack up a cell phone, and to join our wonderful podcast. His name is Andrew, a.k.a. at Skyhawk467, manager of the Co-Ronas. Andrew. How are you doing, man? Enjoying lockdown right now. Justin uh, possibly infected me with the coronavirus, so now I'm having to stay at home. Oh, that sounds wonderful. So now uh, your team and you have corona. That's fantastic. I mean, I'm just living the mascot, you know. Hey, fa- fair enough, fair enough. Sometimes, sometimes you got to do that. Um, I have a hot dog helmet as my mascot. I don't know how I ever represent that. I don't actually eat a whole lot of hot dogs. Because um, they're terrible for you, but um, I did want to ask you about your team. Why the Coronas? Uh, I don't know. I just wanted to have something Corona themed, and that was the first thing that popped in my head was to be like the company of Ronas, kind of like a play on words. Not not pretending it's the most intelligent thing ever. No, no, that's all right. It's better than a uh, team Justin. I'll say that. That is true. But uh, and then the Skyhawk four six seven. Is there any meaning to that, or is that also just something that popped in your head? So that actually is the call sign for the very first airplane that I ever flew, and I kind of kept it around for uh, usernames and things like that over the years. Wow, you're you're a pilot. Oh yeah, um, I'm in uh, training right now in the aviation department. I am uh, currently in my certified flight instructor training with my private instrument and commercial license with about three hundred fifty hours. Damn, that that's great. Are you uh, looking to fly commercial, or are you just wanting to? Is this like a hobby, or? Oh yeah, no, three hundred fifty hours. I'm definitely uh, racking hours to go commercial one day. This is not not a hobby with that. Oh, okay. Uh, what what airline would you want to work for? Oh man, once I get there, uh, whoever pays me, like airline industries aren't doing too hot right now, thanks to all this COVID stuff. So, once I graduate, get my degree, uh, get enough hours, whoever picks me up, I'll take it. All right. Well, enough of that boring shit. Let's talk about some fucking football. Yeah, Sorry for the here. swearing. <laughs> uh, but uh, we do have some teams on by this week. We have the Jets and the Cowboys and then the Falcons. Hey, look but then we also have the Chiefs. Um, look, look at it so, this way. At least the Jets can't lose this week. Yeah. Hey, and hey, the Patriots almost lost to them last week. That was that was actually pretty fantastic to watch. I wasn't going to watch Monday Night Football until I saw in the chat. Oh, Patriots are actually losing. Right. You see in the chat where it's like, wait a second, that's actually a game? Yeah. Like, at any rate, um, the Chiefs are the big one. Uh, so, as always, if you have any players on those teams in your lineups, you need to take them out and put them on your bench. Um, sure. I'll trust in Tom yeah. Brady after his wonderful performance last week. Oh, dude, that was – I didn't watch the game, oh, but, right. you know, I, I, heard, I heard about it um, on, uh, like, just social media and stuff, and I looked at his fantasy score. I'm like, what? Oh, you didn't, you didn't miss much. I had to watch the game because I had both uh, Leonard Fournette and Mike Evans on my lineup. I was down by seven points. And I thought I was going to lose after seeing how the way Tom Brady was playing that week. Yeah, that that's just mind blowing. Uh, how does that? It was ugly. I I I wonder if that means that the Patriots should have lost. Uh, what was it, fifty three? Uh, 
the one one with the Rams. Oh yeah. Possibly. I will I will die my like I I will die before I believe that that uh, Super Bowl wasn't stolen from the Saints. At least the trip to the Super Bowl. No, that that was that, absolutely robbed out of their hands. And uh, you you can't tell me that they wouldn't score a touchdown like on the on the next. I mean, maybe first down, but realistically, two or three downs. Like no, they they, they would score. They were very very good that year. They absolutely got that taken out of their hands. Um, Really just kind of felt bad for the Saints ever since. But they're looking pretty good this year, so hopefully they go uh, about as far, if not farther. Yeah. Do you think they would have won that Super Bowl? I think that's hard to predict. Uh, That's a lot of what-ifs. I don't know. I I don't think I could give you a definitive answer. Yeah, it's it's really hard to tell, simply because Belichick is such – a really good defensive coach, and he knows how to mess with quarterbacks, especially in Super Bowls. Right. I I would agree with that. Although he's not been looking very good this year so far. Yeah, no, he has not. I've been doing a lot of chunk plays with him. I, uh, I'm talking to a lot of my friends, uh, football-related in the last few years, talking about, hey, is it Tom Brady making the team good? Is it Bill Belichick making the team good? And after Tom Brady left, I think we're getting our answer. Yeah. Um, oh, it's it's kind of a combination of things. Oh, it absolutely like, was. Um, really good. Not knocking Bill Belichick. I think that he's a fantastic head coach. But uh, I think that we're starting to see that uh, it really was the personnel at the team at the time. Yeah, and now that I think about it, it's probably the reason why the offense sucks is probably more the fault of Josh McDaniels than it is uh, Bill Belichick. And it's that, and I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not very high on Cam Newton. Um, I've seen him play a couple times this season, and I just don't like what he's bringing. Yeah, like, I I was hopeful for him, like, coming into the season because I thought he got screwed over by the Panther, oh, Panthers. Yeah. And he seemed to, you know, be somewhat close to what he was uh, the first couple of weeks, and then it just fell apart. And, yeah, he's he's clearly lost – more than a few steps. Absolutely. And I also think that it was the same problem Tom Brady was faced, uh, facing his last year at the Patriots, where you really can't name any other player on the Patriots besides Tom Brady or now Cam Newton. They have absolutely no one on their team anymore. Yeah, it, their offense is just depleted. But speaking of quarterbacks, uh, Ben Roethlisberger uh, is currently on the COVID list, but he did not test uh, – actually test positive. He was just in close contact with someone who was. So Steelers are hopeful that he will be coming back uh, Sunday to play. But just keep an eye out on that if you have any Steelers receivers or, you know, obviously Big Ben. Um, Because without Big Ben, um, you don't want any of that. Yep, and I am starting uh, Johnson right now, hopeful that Big Ben comes back to play. But we'll have to see how that story develops. Yeah. Me too with uh, Chase Claypool. We'll just have to wait and see. All right, so uh, let's talk about some transactions. Uh, People were fairly active on the waiver wire and uh, with the free agents this week. Andrew, did you see anybody that – or anything that uh, piqued your curiosity? Uh, Well, off with myself just because I'm more familiar with what I got. Uh, Obvious, I hate to, you know – not be uh, inclusive here, but I uh, saw, being a Texans fan, watched that uh, David Johnson got concussed. Um, I'm sure that didn't surprise anybody. 
So I was quick to pick up Duke Johnson as my new starting running back and as his value skyrocketed shortly after that concussion. Yeah, that was a, that was a pretty good uh, pickup on your end. So I, I'm interested to see how he performs because coming from a fan of Houston, uh, we really haven't been too impressed with the way David Johnson's been playing this uh, year so far. Uh, it really just kind of seems he doesn't, isn't able to find the gaps and just run up the middle into whoever he sees first, whether it's one of our guys or one of theirs. So hoping that we're bringing some new blood in the backfield and uh, maybe give us a running we don't have. Yeah, even in death, Bill O'Brien's ghost will haunt you. <sighs> yeah, first and ten, run it up the middle. That's pretty much the curse. But uh, speaking of people that are no longer in active teams, uh, Des Bryant is back on the practice squad. He's also back in the free agent pool. Poor guy, in and of an era. He may, he may come back for a couple more games, though. He might, but uh, I've also been a little disappointed with Lamar Jackson this year. Obviously, the Ravens are still playing well, but I don't think that's large in part due to how Lamar Jackson's playing. Yeah, he's... I don't know if he's taking a step down or if defenses have figured out how to stop him, but we'll see how he does next season, see if he learns from uh, what he gets on tape this season. For sure. I was kind of hoping we see uh, Des progress quickly and get on the field, but uh, I don't think that's going to happen now. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see. Injuries happen. No, you're absolutely right, especially with how this year's going. Uh Injuries and COVID have not been fun. Yeah, no, this is definitely one for the records. All right, so uh, we've got one trade this week, and it involves our very own Andrew here. Yeah. Um, you traded Tom Brady and Mike Evans for Julio Jones. Andrew, uh, would you like to give some uh, insider info on this uh, trade here? Yeah, no, I thought it was, uh, it was a pretty good trade for me. Uh, Julio's been... Good, but inconsistent, and at the time, Tom Brady was a top-five quarterback. This is obviously before his absolute meltdown in New Orleans. Um, and Mike Evans was a higher-rated uh, receiver than Julio Jones, played more consistently, uh, had better games. So I thought that uh, for what I was getting, I wasn't giving up a whole lot there. I was getting a better quarterback and getting a better receiver. So that's kind of how I looked at that trade. We're going to have to see how Tom uh, comes back from this disappointing game, and hopefully he can return to his good old self he's been playing. Uh... Yeah, I, I really honestly, like, I'm not saying this because you're on this show. I'm Like, this is my genuine opinion. opinion. I think you won out on this trade because um, Julio Jones is kind of boom or bust. Um, he's a great receiver, um, but, that you know, you look over his game logs each season, and there's a couple of three-point games in there where he just really screws you over. But with that Tom Brady-Evans stack, some weeks he can be really good. It just kind of depends on the mood that Tom is in and whether or not uh, Mike Evans, he caught Mike Evans putting butter on his waffles or something like that. Yeah, and given how the season's gone for me, I think I can afford to take that risk. Yeah, I mean, if it – if I mean, we, we've seen from his past seasons, if Mike Evans gets – a lot of targets and he can be awesome and I, I think Tom Brady will come back. I mean sure he this is probably the worst game, at least statistically, that he's had. I think it was, yeah. i he still, you know, is a great quarterback and I, and he's a huge competitor, so I'm sure he's studying as we speak like what the hell happened and 
how he can uh, snap back into it. But it may also be father time. Father time is uh, undefeated. That is true, but you look back at earlier games this year, and he's had some really good games. So I don't think – I think this was just a one-game fluke, and he's going to come back, uh, you know, kind of with a um, – resurgence kind of like a chip on his shoulder like hey i played really bad last week people are doubting me i'm gonna get out there and show them you know that was a one-time thing so i actually uh i'm not too worried about this upcoming week with him i think that uh his time is coming uh pretty quickly we can definitely see it uh how he plays uh, a little slower on the reads um not quite as sharp as he once was a few years ago back in the super bowl but i definitely don't think that uh He's uh, out this season, just can't come back from what he's done. Yeah, he's definitely not down for the count. He's on a two-year deal, right? I believe so, yeah. They signed him on for a two-year. That was a pretty good contract, too. Yeah, so I I think he's going to play that out all the way regardless. Now, question for you. Do you think after this two-year deal he's done or he uh, picks up another team or resigns? I think he's going to be done. I mean, he's going to be... Yeah, he's gonna be forty five at that oh, point, yeah. right? Yeah, and he's he's always said he would retire at forty five, um, or at least forty five. So, especially if like he wins a Super Bowl this year or next uh, can year. Can you imagine he goes um, to Tampa first year, wins a Super Bowl with them? I think that Tampa Bay can be contenders. They just got to make it a little more consistent. Yeah, I mean, I think that would just pretty much nail the argument of whether or not Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback. Oh, it would uh, put that argument to bed. Nail a. Nail a coffin in it, you know? Yeah. All right. So let's talk about uh, – speaking of comebacks, let's talk about the comeback of the week. So this is a player that lost last week and is projected to lose again this week. So I'll, I'll go ahead and go first, Andrew, yeah. while you uh, think about yours. Um, I am going to pick Anthony um, because – James, uh, his, a lot of his players have some pretty tough matchups, and Anthony's team, not so much. So, I, I mean, obviously James has, in my opinion, the better team, but um, I think Anthony got screwed by the Tampa Bay meltdown yeah. last week because it's still starting three uh, Tampa Bay – actually, four Tampa Bay players. So – um, we'll, we'll see how that goes. They are playing Carolina. Um, maybe Tom Brady will want to spit in Cam Newton's face or something, you know, beating his old team. I don't know if he really cares about that. But that's my pick. I, I can see Anthony overcoming this four-point spread and uh, sending James to 5-5. Five and five. Oh, and also uh, avoiding being mathematically eliminated from play. That is true. That is true. Um, for me, I actually have you, uh, if I'm, I think that, uh, looking at things now, um, you know, it was a good week, just, uh, other team had a better week and I'm looking at, uh, I don't have a whole lot of solid reasons. This is just one of those gut reactions you look at and you go like, oh, this is how I think it's going to happen. You know, trust your gut, but I'm, I'm looking at the matchups. I'm liking them. He's uh, Christian starting uh, Ben Roethlisberger, so who, who even knows if he's going to be playing? I think that uh, 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 you could have some good things in store for you th- this week. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I am playing Chris, and uh, whenever we play each other, no matter what league, no matter what scoring system, 
it is always super close. Like there have been several times where we came within a point of each other. So um, I, I'm, I'm liking that pick. I really am. You, you won me over, Andrew. <laughs> I don't feel like I gave you a whole lot of statistical <laughs> stats there. This is purely a gut thing. But with Ben Roethlisberger possibly not playing, he's currently starting David Johnson, who I know isn't going to be playing with a concussion. Uh, he's got some good players on his bench, but I'm, I'm looking at his team here. And it, it uh, Derek Henry, obviously, I, I'm still mad about losing to that guy. Uh, but um, you know, I, I'm looking at he's had a few slow weeks lately, if I remembering right. Uh, yeah, when yeah. Chicago slowed him down pretty good. Yeah, that's about it. So I'm I'm kind of wrong there. So he may come back, but I'm feeling pretty good about you. Yeah, and uh, it's going to come down to which tight end is actually going to get some of their something out of their quarterback this week because I have Mark Andrews, um, which we talked about Mark, uh, or I'm sorry, Lamar Jackson earlier but Chris has Noah Fant and Noah Fant one has been hobbled all season they really really need to rest this guy and not force him to play even though he's our only hope at having any sort of offense right now outside of Philip Lindsay Um, but Drew Locke has been super inconsistent this season I mean he helped us win last week but it's it's been actually no uh, two weeks ago we lost last week, but it's because he does nothing for three quarters, and then in the fourth quarter he finally kicks in. And part of that's practice, another part of that's just, I mean, I I don't think at this point he's the answer. But Noah Fant is an awesome player, but he uh, he's hobbled. He's he may get knocked out of the game. There's a really high risk of that. Um, he did go down for part of last week's game. So uh, I'm not I'm not telling Chris to start a different tight end. I'm just you know I'm I'm just warning everyone that can happen. For sure, that's a and, uh, another part of the uh, Broncos offense that a lot of people have been uh, I don't want to say sleeping on, but maybe not paying attention to is uh, the rise of uh, Tim Patrick. I think that he's had a uh, very good season with the Broncos. Uh, I'm hoping that he uh, continues to develop, maybe even become a uh, good backup behind Sutton when he comes back. Yeah, well, they that's what they drafted uh, Judy for, and Judy's starting to kind of come into it. Um, Tim Patrick's really getting targets because um, you, you have Tim Patrick, don't I you? I do. I've played um, him off on and your, on. He's been, your, uh, yeah. I want to say, inconsistent. But the games yeah. that he's popped off, he's looked uh, pretty promising. So keep an eye yeah. on that. Uh, I, give it another year or so. Give it a uh, better quarterback play. The Broncos could have a pretty solid receiving, receiving core. Yeah, we, we definitely would. Um, may, maybe Luck is the answer. He just hasn't had enough practice yet or something. But I'll tell you, as a as a Broncos fan, Tim Patrick, um, he's with in our uh, in his third season with us, I believe. Um, and yeah, he's he's actually a pretty pretty solid guy. Um, but when Sutton comes back, they're probably going to put Judy behind him, unless Judy just does not develop at all. But he's already starting to make some progress on that. Um, and then Hamler, I, I've seen a little bit of promise from him, uh, depending on if, you know, we can get actual camps next season. Um, and all those guys that are rookies this season get work. Um, they will see, but Tim Patrick will probably end up third or fourth on the, on the depth chart next season. 
Um, I agree with you. Just because of how awesome that, Sutton uh, is. And just the one, two, three of Sutton, uh, Judy, and Patrick is a uh, pretty good one, two, three. Yeah, losing Sutton has really hurt us this season. Like, he's he's bailed out so many terrible quarterbacks <laughs> in, like, already three oh, seasons. Sutton was amazing. I remember I got him uh, back when he wasn't worth a lot last year, and he just popped off, and I was like, wow, he is – he's coming out, man. Yeah, there was, uh, like, one of his first big catches. I forget the, the quarterback we were starting at the time, but – uh, like it straight should have been an interception, but Sutton was just basically dive catching it and lost him like right before he hit the ground. It was it was one of the most impressive catches I've ever seen. Like he caught it with yep, I remember that catch. It was insane. Um, but that, that's uh, just the theme for this year, isn't it? Uh, injuries and COVID have just basically turned this league almost unrecognizable. You know, teams that haven't been good are now playing extremely well. Teams that have been good are now at the bottom. You're it, it, it's a completely different season. Yeah, we're. I think we're gonna learn a lot about how important strength and conditioning Absolutely. is, and may, maybe we shouldn't get rid of the preseason. No, games. I think that hurting the preseason games really did a lot for the uh, the conditioning and stamina for the players. Uh, that first game, I think that first week, so many people got injured, big names. Yeah. And a couple of guys like got injured like right as camps. Oh yeah, I remember that. I got like Broncos lost Von Miller before the season started to think about, but yeah, no, that's a big loss to their defense. Yeah, that was a that was an ominous sign, I'll tell you. (laughs) Fangio's getting enough coach that I think like it doesn't make a huge difference because Von Miller gets double teamed all the time. No, but he opens the door up for other players, and now that that's not happening, just it lowers the effectiveness of everyone else. Yeah, Bradley Chubb's kind of become that player, but um, I really wish I could see get to see more Chubb Miller uh, combo snaps. But uh, to dream, to dream. Um, kind of piggybacking off of this whole weird season type thing. What are your thoughts about the uh, this year's draft going to be, or not this year, but the next draft? The next uh, draft coming draft. I think yeah. it's going to be uh, very weird. Uh, Yeah, Trevor Lawrence has already he's already declared, right? Um, I don't think he's declared. He's considering it. But if I'm him, I'm looking at the Jets right now, and I'm deciding to stay another year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't want to go down with that right. shit. Right? God, like... I think I read somewhere where the Jets were it, supposed to be, like, one of the historically worst teams in uh, football in a long time. Uh, yeah, I don't want to go there. Yeah, I I would not either. I feel bad bad for the poor son of son of a gun that's got to go there. Yeah, someone does, especially if they don't fire Adam Gase. I hope to God they fire Adam yeah. Gase. But I would have put money at that's... the start of the season, Adam Gase being the first coach of the season to go, and I'm still absolutely shocked he's still here because now we've had two coaches get fired mid-season, and why is Adam Gase not one of them? Right, but. Oh, well, Jets are going to Jets. That's true, man. You have never seen someone just absolutely <laughs> take hold and destroy a team. There's just no hope in sight for them. 
Yeah. Well, and what's going to be really interesting to see is uh, who the Dolphins pick because the Texans uh, gave up both of their first-round picks this season to uh, the Dolphins, which I, I don't know if at this point you try to sell J.J. Watt for first-round pick. No, it's pretty well established maybe, maybe. in the Texans community that he's not going to be here next season, so he's probably going to get sent to Green Bay, Is who is the highest bidder right now, if I remember correctly. Uh, send him back to from He's already voiced, voiced he kind of wants to go back. So um, my, my bet is we are going to get a first for him, and uh, we'll have a pick in the next draft, but I'm looking kind of like I don't see one player right now that fixes all of our problems. So, is is it worth trading Watt for uh, a developmental player like that? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, because one thing that's really difficult is a few conferences just straight up canceled their yes, seasons. I have no idea. Um, others postponed. Um, like you, you may draft a guy and then watch him play a game later in the spring. And it turns out he just totally sucks. And you're like, oh, God, I wasted an X-round pick on this guy. Exactly. But – and a lot of players, I think, are just going to want to stay an extra season um, if they can. Uh, feels bad for the seniors that are in those conferences uh, that oh, aren't absolutely. playing. Absolutely. But I, I think you have to go into this draft kind of uh, – kind of going in with a mindset that, hey, this draft's a little different. It's a little weird. We can't look at this draft being our – this is going to fix all of our problems draft because we don't have enough information. So maybe this is the draft where teams, you know, take a chance on some more risky picks or they, uh, I'm not too sure. I I don't think that you can go into this draft the same mindset you normally do. If that makes any sense. Well, yeah, no, that, that does make sense. And that's absolutely correct. Uh, some teams may go into this draft of that mindset and others aren't. And that's why we have this it's it's kinda it's kinda weird, I think. I mean I get why they do it, but like how a team that probably just never sells merchandise like the Jets, they they get the same amount of money as uh, you know, they get the same amount of share from all the merchandise sales as the other teams. But I, I guess that just you know, it helps put all the it seems on an yeah, equal level. Parenting you can't all have that. One team just kind of getting a monopoly on that kind of stuff. You got to kind of balance it out. Yeah, but hopefully one day we can see the Jets be good. I'm not a Jets fan. I work with one, but I will like, say this. I, I just kind of feel bad for them at this point. I definitely feel bad for them. They're definitely the new Browns right now. Uh, but I, I have to say I'm actually a really big fan of their uh, black and green uniforms. I think that they look pretty clean. Yeah, their their uniforms are actually really good. So, and I and I I wish they wouldn't get rid of Sam Darnold. It looks like they're going to, and they really, really should. I I would agree with you. I don't think but, that um, he's had a chance to really prove himself. Like, yeah, he hasn't played great. But if we're being honest you can't expect to save the team by yourself. You have to have other people on the team and he doesn't have that right now. So it's, it's not fair to say that you didn't work out when in reality he could have had and in all reality does have bad coaching uh, and no one really to work with. So I don't, I don't know if I would give up all the way on uh, Darnold right now, but we're going to have to see. Yeah. I, 
I don't think he deserves to get Rosen at all. Although this isn't as bad as getting Rosen. I think about it because Rosen didn't like just got one season. Apparently, that's all he needed. Yeah, that's true. But maybe Donald will uh, walk, and who knows? Maybe the Patriots will pick up, and uh, Donald will come back to haunt the Jets. Forever, <laughs> That'd be the funniest thing. I, I kind of hope that happens now. I, as a Broncos fan, I don't. I don't want that to happen. Part of me still hopes for Jared Stidham. I kind of have a soft spot for the kid. I'm hoping that. Uh, well, not hoping, but I kind of want to see the Cam Newton experiment uh, come to an unceremonious end, and then give. Give uh, Stidham the keys to the team and see how he does. Yeah. Did you uh, like what you saw? I did, actually. So he uh, started off at Baylor and was really – we thought he was going to be the next, you know, big deal. But then we had the Art Bryles situation happen, and he transferred to Auburn. And, I again, pretty big fan of him in college. I think that uh, give enough time and uh, he can step up and do some good stuff with uh, Bill Belichick. I absolutely believe that he can develop him as a quarterback. Mm. Well, we'll just have to wait and see. See if he plays and see if he I plays mean, well. I mean, given how Cam Newton's playing lately, I don't see why you don't at least give him a chance. Uh, I mean, Cam's lost you, what, at least two games single-handedly this season? I mean, I, I wouldn't know. I haven't seen a whole lot of Patriots games this season. I think I've seen Next two year. of them. The one that we played against him and then uh, part of uh, Sunday Night Football. Uh, I'm getting ready for the announcement to hear that they've been eliminated from the playoffs. That's really the first time in, what, like 12 years that's happened? Yeah. Right. Oh, and it was actually Thursday Night Football. <laughs> Thursday Night Football on Sunday Night Football. Um, I, I got to correct myself on that. Since it's going on the permanent record forever and ever. He's, what I say uh, here will come back to haunt me. I, I and you I've too, Andrew. Be careful what you say on Messages later talking about how big of an idiot I am for saying some of the stuff I did. Yeah. You're going to get canceled, man. It's okay. I probably it's okay. It after the trade this year. Trading uh, Russell Wilson and Travis Kelsey was. Uh, I get. I still get nightmares about that. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Uh... That was a rough move. But hey, look let's look at your team now. And uh, you know, they're they're doing a little down. Uh you had Kish, Christian McCaffrey and then you didn't, and then you did, but you also didn't, and now you also didn't. Uh so you wanna give your team pep talk, get them riled up and ready to kick Jackson down. Uh, I'll give it my best shot here, but what I can say with confidence is I know this is my first time winning, but I've had two or three games this season that have been extreme. Even with my best efforts to sabotage my own team. So there are two or three games that have come down to the last second, last player, last handful of points, and I've lost all of those games, but you know, it's got to come around the other way sometime. So hopefully we get some of those 50 fifties here in the future. Uh, I don't think my team's playing as bad as my or as good as my record shows or as bad as my record shows. And uh, if Tom Brady gets himself a good comeback game, then uh, we we might be in business. And uh, did you want to comment on the K- Christian McCaffrey situation at all? That it, it makes me sad. Uh, I, I 
he's been out for so long, I forgot to even uh, put him back in. That was just kind of like an, a forethought for me. And then it was like, oh, I'm so stupid, forgot to put him back in. I still ended up winning anyway. Uh, so, you know, subtle flex where I didn't even need him to win. That's how good I am, quote unquote. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, there's a he's definitely not going to be playing this next week. I'm really hoping that it's just one of those uh, precautionary things and that he's not as hurt as bad as they, uh, we all think he is and that it's, they don't want to risk anything. So let him sit out one week, uh, get him back to full strength and then come back the next week. Uh, good and ready to go. Yeah, so we haven't had our matchup predictions yet this week. Who do you think's going to win? How many, how many points, how badly are you going to beat Jackson? <laughs> I don't week? imagine myself winning this week. I think that it will be close within 10 points, but I don't see – this is going to have to be one of those weeks where his players don't have a good week and my players do have a good week. I do think that it will be within 10 points. Uh, so I am going to give Jackson the edge in this week. All right. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Andrew, thank you for coming on to the show. It's been a pleasure having you. And – Everyone, we will see you next time on the podcast of Prestige. All right. Thanks for having me.